Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. You're listening to the French Press Podcast, where we discuss events from our lives. Welcome to the French Press Podcast. This is episode 298. And it's Tuesday, October 1st, the 1st of October, 2019, without Jeff. Yes, we don't have Jeff here. However, we do have Mr. Michael on the podcast. Um, Michael, uh, we mentioned it last week or maybe the last two weeks about a message you had sent to the podcast. And I'm sorry, we actually just (laughs) didn't see it for a couple of weeks. Um, But Michael's here on the podcast and Michael is Mr. Dave's brother. Yep. And we were having actually having a great conversation. I wish we would have been recording earlier. So I'm hoping we can kind of recap what we were talking about because you're very interesting. Probably even more interesting than Mr. Dave. <gasps> oh, wow. That might be the first time anyone has ever said that. Well, <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a big statement to throw around there, Ruben. You were, you were telling us, Michael, a little bit about what you did for work, uh, including just kind of your love-hate relationship with Microsoft, Windows Vista, 7... 8.1, etc. And I know we can't recap and bring all of that back. Like what, what's been said, it's back there and we can't relive it. I'm sorry. But we can at least like kind of rehash. I feel like we can at least give, like go into like, where do you work? I work at Brightnet or Haywire, whatever you want to say. It's called and, Haywire? Yeah. So if your computer's gone Haywire, you bring oh. it to us. Yeah. So okay. I work there in New Paris. Um, it's actually like a minute drive from my house, so it's really nice. Easy commute. Do you, um, ever, do you ever just walk? I have walked home a couple times when my car was in the shop and nobody was able to come pick me up. But I see. I, most of the time I drive. It just makes it easier. Oh, but, yeah. Um, so we do... I do... Um, Computer repair, like virus removals, you know, stuff like that. And then also phone support for our internet. We have cable internet and dial-up internet. We do technically have dial-up internet, but I think we have like two people that are still on it. Um, (laughs) But it's mostly cable, DSL, and fiber internet that we have now. What's the reason that they're sticking with dial-up? Because there's old people that don't need any more than that or people that are outside the area for dsl so uh-huh. there is like a physical limitation for how far dsl can go okay and once you get outside that your only option is either wireless or dial up and there's some people that have dial up so we have one customer that once every uh it's slowed down a bit but once every six months or so she'll call in and be like somebody sent me a big email and i can't download it oh. <laughs> so we have to log in and down and delete the email from her inbox so she can get all her other emails Whole dead. Yeah. Wow. So it's like anything over like 300K will not come through. Oh, that's almost. Yeah. It, it, that's an email with a signature. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not even like if there's just like a lot of text or like one picture attached, she can't get it. So she, yeah. Wow. I'm amazed that she can even do email at all. Like she must have a lot of other friends who are also on dial up. That are keeping <laughs> keeping the file size limit yeah. down. Yeah, like her signature her on her email is probably "Please do not reply with a picture." <laughs> oh. Do you have any funny uh, tech support stories that just stand out to you that you, that you can think of? Uh, probably one of the first one one of the ones that's the most memorable is the one of the first calls I ever took. I used to work at Mabletronics in Goshen, um, 
And when I started there, I didn't have any experience doing like phone support side of things. So, you know, it's kind of fresh. I knew, you know, obviously knew about computers and a lot about computers and troubleshooting, but, um, it's, so an- some, it's another thing to explain it to someone over the phone. Yes. Especially an old person. Oh, and yeah. I don't have to worry about offending them cause they're not listening to this. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> you'd be surprised yeah. what kind of audience yeah. we have. Um, so somebody called me and they said they got a new mouse and they couldn't get it to work and it was saying no signal on the computer. So I'm trying to figure <laughs> out. I'm like, okay, I, you know, I'm familiar with the concept of wireless mice. I've never seen one that says you know no signal on the computer. So I, you know, going through troubleshooting steps, you know, trying to figure out what's going on. They said, yeah, it just has no signal on the screen. I'm like, do you like? Can you do anything else on the screen? Like, does your keyboard still work? And she's like, no, all it says is no signal. And then she said, I'm not sure what question I asked to get to this point, but his wife, you know, they're both on the phone, of course, you know, on speakerphone. <laughs> and she's like, well, when he, when he went to plug in the thing, he, he turned the computer upside down, and that's when the no signal came up. <laughs> and he I realized the computer, the computer was off, oh. and the monitor was saying no the, signal right. because the computer was off. So I had him push the power button, and the computer turned on, and the mouse worked. Oh. So from the, you know, it's just a reminder. Like, start with the simple things. Like, is the computer actually on? Do you you know that kind of thing? <laughs> wow. Yeah, and that's what I deal with all day, every day, pretty much. Ruben, don't you miss that? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I mean, I, okay, I do miss the easy. Sometimes the mm-hmm. easy fixes are just nice. It's like yeah, just restart it. Uh, or sometimes yeah, there's very easy fix. Um, unplug it and plug it back in. And in some ways, it's nice when that works. Yeah. But you also feel kind of, I don't know, like you're taking advantage of them. Because it it feels so easy that it's Mm -hmm. like you should know how to turn it off and back on. Yeah. What do you mean taking advantage? Like the fact that you have to charge them for this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you, like if you wouldn't have told them that. They wouldn't have gotten anywhere. Yeah. So yeah. you yeah. did help them. Yeah. <clears throat> you helped yeah, totally. Them. Yeah. And it is a service. Yeah. And I kind of liken to to you know if I go to the mechanic, it might take him five minutes to fix it, but it would take me an hour. Yeah. Right. So you know it's worth paying him for it. You know maybe I should try it myself. But I literally had that happen where my car was slowly like the back wheel was starting to rattle. Mm-hmm. And like over the next several weeks, it got louder weeks. and louder Layton, and wobblier <laughs> and wobblier. I know I waited way too long. Uh, well, it didn't help that also we we went camping and so uh, we you had, had other plans. Yeah, yeah, we like s- dropped it off at my Is that parents' the car house. That, we need the truck that Carmen drove to Tennessee. Yes, <laughs> with was the wobbly it, wheel. No, no, no. Pretty wobbly to pull. Uh, no, okay. it was the other one. Okay. They, okay, she took the Malibu. It was the flex that was wobbling around, but. I took it over to my mechanic then, when I finally had time. I took, I took the wobbly-wheeled car over to the mechanic, making so much noise. I drop it off there, and they didn't tell me what was wrong. Normally, if there's a big fix, if there's like an expensive fix, they'll call me and say, like, hey, this is the problem. Do you mm-hmm. want to go forward with, forward with this? Whatever. They didn't call me at all. They just said a couple days later, they call me and say, hey, it's ready for pickup. I'm like, okay. And then find out what the bill, it was like 30 bucks. Pretty wow. sure it was just loose <laughs> lug nuts. Probably. Which is scary. Yeah. Which is scary. But at the same time, it's like, I probably could have fixed that myself. Yeah. But 
from what I hear, there's a special way that you're supposed to put on lug nuts. Like you're not supposed to over tighten, or maybe you're supposed to tighten them. I, I don't know. There's a I don't know a perfect and, a perfect uh, yeah. Which is why I take it over there to yeah. a mechanic. That's child's play. Yeah. And to an old person, or sorry, to an IT guy, turning the computer on and off again, or checking to see if it's powered on. That's yeah. child's play. Yeah. But for an old person mm-hmm. like me, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. And, and sometimes one of the kind of rules of IT is that people will lie even if they don't mean to. So they'll say, oh, yeah, I restarted the computer, when what they actually did was turn the monitor off and back on. Or they, like, logged out and logged back in. So then you connect to the computer, and you're like, well, it says it's been online for 43 days, and it has 12 updates that need to install. And so you restart the computer, and it fixes the problem, Hmm. of course, because they thought, well, I logged out, or I closed Chrome. So Isn't that turning it off? In, <laughs> in IT, you've learned, don't trust anybody. Yeah, even myself sometimes. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know what the most uh, difficult thing for me to explain, especially with older people, is Google. Some people think it's Google Chrome. Mm-hmm. Some, people think, yeah. some people think it is the website. But a lot of people, and it's hard for me to explain, well, go into that, that bar where you can type in text and start typing it in. and But, but again, I, I can't explain to, like, close the browser, open the browser. That's what's difficult, has been difficult for me to explain in the past. Like, yeah. Go to Google. To, they don't know. Yeah. Just yeah. asking them what browser do you use. They don't know. They just click on the one. And I for a internet. while, Internet Explorer, <laughs> the icon by default, I think it might have been in Vista, was named the Internet. So when you clicked the internet, it opened Internet Explorer, but nobody knew because it just said the internet. Uh, so I just use the internet. Okay, well, what does it look like? Uh, it's a, it's an E. Well, now with Edge on Microsoft on Windows 10, Edge is a blue E. Yeah. Internet Explorer is also a blue what E. What is Edge? It's basically the new version of Internet Explorer. Oh. It's it's actually not that bad, but no one uses it. So, um, but you know, there's two blue E's now. There's a blue E that's lighter blue and small and not as like bold. And then there's a new dark blue E that's bigger and thicker and that's edge. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh my. Well, Jeff is here now. He's finally here. Yeah, I'm finally here. here. <clears throat> Tardy Jeff. We didn't, Sorry guys. We, I, I just was been... wrapped up in, in, um, putting out some fires in the engineering department. Oh. Literal we're, we're, fires? We're, we're in a dispute with an engineering firm about something we built. Uh-oh. And so, yeah. That sounds, sounds serious. Like, yeah. That sounds it actually like, is pretty bad. It sounds classified. <laughs> uh, uh, Jeff, we were just getting to know Michael. And then, so he was telling us about where he works, what he does. Um, and we haven't got to actually what we're going to discuss on the podcast. Really. So maybe we can do that now. And... Michael, do you prefer to be called Michael, or would you prefer to be called Mr. Michael, or what would you prefer to be called? I usually go by Michael. If you want to call me Mr. Michael, that's fine with okay. me, too. But I usually go by Michael. In At church, there were two Michaels, so the other one was Mike. I was Michael. Okay. In school, there was like five Michaels in my grade, so I think most of them actually went by Michael. So I've just okay. stuck with Michael. And okay. I mean, if somebody you know says Mike, I'm not like offended, mm-hmm. but... I prefer Michael. <laughs> okay. um, or also Mr. Dave's brother. I'll accept okay. that. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm in Napanee and someone's giving me a strange look, I just say, I bet I look like your, uh, your kid's teacher. And they're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have seen you guys together often. 
Mm-hmm. And I've always wondered, like, who's the older one? David is older, but I'm taller. Okay. So, you know, I got that going for me. All right. <laughs> By how much older is he? He just turned 30, and I just turned 27. He's so. only 30? Yeah, he's, he's only 30. He's a lot, he's a lot older, older than that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Is his maturity level is just off hey, the charts. Um, do we have coffee on the brew for today? Well, I've got hot water on the brew. And we have coffee. Ooh, we got got some coffee. It's unlabeled. (laughs) It's in a brown bag. It has only, it has in Sharpie on this brown paper bag, (laughs) it's 15 slash LB. I crossed out what the coffee actually is. Brilliant. So you wouldn't know. I like that. I mean, it looks like something that could could be passed, you know, like drugs or something dangerous, but... I got like this. I got fudge. this from the Gospel Echoes auction, so I really hope it's not drugs. Okay. <laughs> uh, we we actually have a full podcast today. We've got coffee from Michael. We've got a weird story from history. Yep. And we've got an edible. And is there anything else? Tonight? I feel like there's might, might I be a fourth. I actually have two edibles. I have a, two edibles. Okay. I have an edible. I think you'll like, and I also have one that I'm pretty sure you won't like. Okay. Good. And. I, to stack it all up, I have an edible too. Well, Jeff, can you save your edible for next time? No, it'll be bad. Oh. It's a perishable item. Okay. So we'll have three edibles. You're supposed to get your 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 items for the dented can so they're non-perishables. This item. I'm not sure that's is, how that uh, works. Oh, I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you where I got this item, but it's perishable. Okay. Okay. Well, let's start with uh, some edibles from Michael. Okay. And then we're just going to – because we got so much to get through. I, and I do yeah. – <laughs> personally, I feel like we should have you on the podcast again because we have, we've only scratched the surface. Oh, there's so much content. Yeah. yeah. So let's do one edible and then the weird story from history and then the other edible and then maybe the coffee and then Jeff's edible, something like that. Oh, boy. Do you want to do the good edible first or the not? Does so it good? require the, the – The bad toast? one requires toast. Oh. Okay. Well, then let's do the – Bad edible first because we still need to toast this bread yeah. that I just sliced. Okay. Yeah. Kay. So the yeah the bad one needs okay. to toast. Okay. So we should take a twenty second break while Layton toasts the bread so that this loud thing isn't <laughs> on the podcast. All right. All right, we're back. We got the coffee is ground, the toast is toasted, the bread is toasted. Well, it is toasting. Oh, it's toasting. Yeah. Yeah. We'll hear a pop in a second here. Now, one thing I do have to let you know, and this may make you not want to have me on the podcast again, but. I don't actually drink coffee. <gasps> I know. I know. I'm sorry. What's wrong with uh, you? The man? amount of coffee that David drinks makes up for the amount I don't drink probably. But Have you well, have you ever tried? Yes, I have tried like straight like black coffee. Since you're uh, since you're making us taste something gross, then <laughs> you should at least take a sip of our coffee have and tell tried, us how bad it is. You should try I'm okay with that. Main Street's Nitro Brew. Okay. Um, it it's doesn't. Not that good. It is really refreshing. <laughs> I, I you mean, need to have it with cream. It's like Gatorade well, of coffee. Yeah. The so I, my cousin actually tried like. Uh... <laughs> so everybody can hear that. Um, so my cousin actually like had me try it once and tried it black and I did not like it at all. So then we put a bunch of sugar in it and I also didn't like that. And then, you know, like, I, I like the taste of some coffee-flavored things. Like, coffee M&Ms are okay. You know, like, a chocolate-covered coffee bean I might eat, but I'm not going to, like, eat a bunch of them. And, like, coffee ice cream, like, I'll eat that. But just, like, coffee, I just, I, I can't do it. What do you drink just for, like, your relaxing morning drink? Milk. 
I have no, like nothing hot. No, no. Tea? I, in the morning, I have. I I usually only drink tea when I'm sick. Hmm. I I mostly just drink water. <laughs> um, but so yeah. you don't have any issues like trying to stay awake, like in the morning. Like you don't. Do you Not do you drink usually. soda for for caffeine? No, I try I try to kind of stay away from that, like that or energy drinks, just because I don't want to like get dependent on it. Well, energy drinks are like. Yeah. yeah, I would not encourage anyone to drink. You should else. drink at least three of those a day. Oh. Uh, maybe four, especially if you're over the age of 50. <laughs> yeah. And I know a guy. Never mind, I'll stop there. <laughs> <laughs> Without saying too much, we, we, we have, we have a, a Willie the Welder at our shop who is... Um, <laughs> energy drink dependent. Energy drink dependent, very much. And, and, and is like... Perfect. Yeah, of the um, elderly age. Not, not old. Like Have you ever old, taken his heart rate just to like see? Like no, but like, he has gone in. He for doesn't high have blood. a heart. Oh, he's gone. <laughs> he lost it in the war. <laughs> he's gone in for high blood pressure before, but he still drinks four, at least four Red Bulls a day. <laughs> Hold wow. it. Yeah. Wow. It's pretty rough. Does doctor he... says he's healthy as a horse, <laughs> which I don't know what kind of horses his doctor has seen, but probably not healthy ones. <laughs> Maybe he was examining a, a, a feeble old horse. <laughs> yeah, this looks about right. With a lame leg. Well, the toasted bread smells really good. The toast yeah. is done. This yeah. toast, I must say, I feel like I need to put a plug in here. This toast is from, uh, I, I am biased, it's from, what? Well, it's not my aunt, but it would be... Your mom's cousin. My mom's cousin. Oh, is it from Maryland's bakery? Yes, Maryland's Maryland's bread, bread is just is oh my word, so amazing! Uh, it, it's incredible. It's it's homemade. Yeah, well, but it's made at the bakery. Yeah, but it's made at the bakery, but it has like you you can't beat it even with homemade bread. Yeah, right. You can you can make all the bread you it want, and it's still not as good touch. as Maryland's. It's, it's a homemade it's, recipe. It's it's perfectly yeah. fluffy. It's great for everything. It's almost definitely in the Sandy Ridge cookbook. I would I would assume it's not. It's a secret. Oh. You you can't even uh, get. Uh, I have asked her for her recipe, and she said, "Oh well, I don't even have it written down." So, so she's the only one that can. She's make the only it. one that can make it. I've made something that's close, but obviously not as good as hers. I, I but have this. Theory. She has a special <clears throat> flour that she gets that you can only get through a commercial food supplier. You can't get it at the grocery store anywhere. Mm. That's it. That's the secret. The special secret flour. Sauce. It's part of it. All right, well, let's keep on going. Oh, you want to okay. what? Yeah. So, us. so you want to put butter on the bread, and I have only had this edible one time in my life, and I didn't do it correctly, um, but I I looked up. There's a WikiHow article on how to eat this. Okay. Um, mm. So I read that yesterday, and it was three steps. It was like toast bread, butter bread, spread, uh, spread the edible. Oh spread boy. The edible. So the edible is actually Marmite. And it's a uh, fermented yeast extract. Hey. Um, it's very popular in New like Guinea. Australia and New Zealand. Oh. It's like a staple. Like that's like at one point there was like a shortage and people were going crazy. There were almost riots because they had to switch to like Vegemite or maybe it was the other way around. There was a Vegemite shortage, so they had to switch to Marmite. So, like people there love it, and they use it like jam. Kind of. Basically, you just want. Well, just buttered the, my belly. The instructions I saw said uh -huh. you want a, you want to barely be able to see that it's on the bread. 
Like it's oh, so a very like really thin, thin layer. Like, I think we should not like jam, just a very thin layer. I think we should spread this on like half of our bread, and then if it like is bad enough, we just eat the other half of the bread to wash out. That's the That's probably a good plan. All right. Well, I plan on eating so, like at least two bites. A good like I, I plan on eating a good good amount. Oh. I want to. So yeah, just a very very thin layer. And Somebody said basically you spread it on and then you scrape it all off and that's what's left. Even people that enjoy it, yeah, it's thick. I'm gonna smell. I want to look you at may, it. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't smell terrible. Oh and boy, this may it be different than the like one, dark one I've had before. So I haven't jar. tried this exact one. The, but the smell reminds me of honey. It definitely, but, like, mean, it definitely, it smells potent, though. Yeah, yeah, it does smell yeah, potent. Yeah, it is, it is definitely strong. Right. So when I tried it, I had a friend in New Zealand that sent me some, and it may need to be, like, stirred up. I'm not really sure. Uh, um, it looks pretty it, it consistent. Looks, it looks but pretty, it, it has a viscosity of really thick honey is, as well. Yeah. It is so thicky. It's, it is extremely thick. Yeah. So what oh. I did when I, when, I had a friend in New Zealand that sent me some to try, and so I didn't know how to do this. This was when I was like, I don't know, 16, 17. And so you've been saving this for us this whole time. No, I oh. actually have the jar that I was sent at that point. And I put it on like jam. I put it on fairly thick. <laughs> and I got one bite in my mouth and the uh, rest of it ended up in the field because <laughs> it was just so bad. But then, you know, now I'm thinking, okay, you know, okay, if I had put Ruben's a thin piece? layer... Yeah. Would I be adapted to it by now? Would I like it? But it's definitely strong. I tried to do it really thin. Really. I don't know if that's very thin, Layton. It feels pretty. Looks pretty thick to it's me. About yeah. as, that's it's about as thin as, thin as, as it goes. It. Yeah, it's I've, I've, as been, as I, that's I've been. I've been policing. Yeah, I mean, what Jeff, I had was like Jeff piled. Is, he like, is watching me like a hawk spread this stuff on. <laughs> when I put it on, it was like an eighth of an inch thick across the whole. Oh but, and, it, and yeah, it was. It was not good. I still have the jar. It still smells exactly the same. I don't think it goes bad because it's. Fermented yeast extract. I don't think it can go the bad. Only way it could go but bad I didn't want to like poison you guys. Thank so. you, thank you. So if someone would want to buy this, they could buy it on probably Amazon. Yeah, that's where I got it, okay. and I did you use the that, Amazon. Jeff. Thank link. you. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 good. Uh, have, uh, have you partook in? No, I was gonna wait. <laughs> Are you gonna take some as well? Uh, I think I'll probably just watch. Oh, wow. <laughs> Ooh, that bad. Yeah, it's it's like a traumatic memory in my brain. Like wow. it's like seared Scar. into my mind. But this, but people in Australia, New Zealand, they enjoy oh yeah, this. like from like childhood up. Like people are like oh yeah, Marmite, Vegemite. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm to not be, sure what the difference between Marmite and Vegemite is. I'm I to think be one is just made from vegetable. I don't know exactly, but yeah. And I don't. I've know heard what of Vegemite before. Yeah. I have too. Oh, I've never heard of any of this. I heard that Vegemite is an acquired taste, though. And if after this, any of you want to keep the jar, that's fine with me because. I I don't need it. All right, <laughs> all right. Is that a fair? Yeah, I, I'd all say right. that's fair. Okay. All right. Shall we partake? Uh, are we gonna partake partake of the uh, spreaded side, the side for with sure? The edible? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Here we go. It is mm. strong. Oh, it's really strong. <laughs> oh, it has um. It's a very cheese-like <laughs> taste. Yeah. yeah. It almost tastes kind of proteiny. Like it could be. What'd you do? I don't think I don't think <laughs> it's bad. I, I don't mind it. I, I had pretty much Slayton's reaction. It's like, I, I, salt, I mind it's like it. salty butter. It's extremely salty. It is so salty. It's very salty, but it, it does. How much sodium is in this? It tastes I, like I don't um. Know. Uh, yeah, the second ingredient it's for the first is yeast extract. The second one is salt. If you yeah. like if you like Swiss cheese, you'll probably like this. I agree. 
Yeah, if you like like strong flavors, like it's like it's like, like eating very strong. I would not Swiss want it cheese. any stronger than this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I spread and it on, like you know, thick I can't with imagine jam, like as thick as you'd put like jelly or jam on, like that's where I went wrong. But I still know I don't like the taste. And actually, one time I just was you know showing it to people to have them smell it, and someone was like, "Oh, that smells like silage." And I was like, "Oh, yeah, it does." <laughs> A little bit, at least. Why don't you just smear some silage on your bread? Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm. I'm enjoying it. I, I took one bite and I'm and I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying. I'm eating around it now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm eating the good half of the bread. It looks like you had a little more than I did, Layton. I had a lot. You did have a lot. I had a good yeah. chunk. I but took my fill. Just going from the initial like looks on your faces, I'm pretty sure Layton shares the same reaction I did because yeah. it was just yeah. But this bread is really good. <laughs> I'm telling you, you. At least just have some bread. Oh well, sure. Do you want me to toast this? Uh, we got a little bit of butter. I'll toast this for you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I would liken this very much to, to Swiss cheese, but it, it, but it's like like a salted piece of Swiss cheese, mm-hmm. and then about time and a half the flavor. Oh, more than time and a half. I'd say it's about ten times the flavor. It depends how strong your Swiss well, cheese is. That's true. I usually eat baby Swiss. I would compare this to like time and a half of. Steiner Swiss or something like that, like really mm, strong. Steiner Swiss. Mm. Oh wow! Hmm. So yeah, if Jeffy or Ruben, if you guys want to keep it and partake of it, you are more than welcome. Let's to. take it to work. It Jeff. is messy. Hmm. Ooh, just well, put it in the break room. Take the label off and put it in the break room. Yeah. <laughs> no, just put it there. Somebody will, will somebody try. will eat it. Yeah. Contains right. B vitamins. Um. Hmm. What? It's just try on crisp bread with cottage cheese. That actually sounds mm. good. Cottage cheese would help cut the. Yeah. The flavor down. Cut the cheese. <clears throat> flavor. I actually heard where it's kind of a uh, what was it? Where does it mean mm-hmm. about cut the cheese? So. The like cheese wheels will have a wax covering on them, and when you cut that open, the smell of the cheese goes into the room, mm-hmm. and then that's where the saying "Who cut the cheese" uh, is from, supposedly. Mm-hmm. And then that got adapted to other aromas wafting throughout a room. Interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. I just, just found that out this hmm. week. All right. Well, do you want to go ahead and tell us your your weird story from oh, history? Sure. Yeah. And then from- we still got one more edible. Two. Two more edibles, yeah, yeah. Holy Two more edibles. It. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're gonna have to like, either either split this into two episodes or like super cram. What do you mean? Two well, episodes. It's already five o'clock. Well, I know, but we don't have to be. We have an appointment at Rua, one fifty-two. Rua. Yeah. According to Ruben. <laughs> <laughs> Rua. Um, but it, we don't have. We got we got time. We got time. Yeah. We've yeah. got time. We'll make time. We're making it. I was going to ask you guys if you'd went there yet, because we're actually planning to go there tomorrow. I oh. Think. I've, I've been there so. twice. I've been yeah. there twice as well. It, I've been there twice as well. Really? Yeah. What's it get? <sighs> <laughs> I had the ribeye steak the first time, and that was it was really good. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. And then I had a burger last time. Um, I haven't really had that many. Yeah, I haven't had that many different things, but both were... Both things were really good, so. Well, that's good to hear. I, I was looking at the menu ahead of time. I was, like, planning on getting a burger, but I wasn't really sure, so. 
Let me change my. They're they're brew a burger. Brew a burger. Brew a bistro burger. Bistro burger. Yeah, that that one I had the first time I went. That's pretty legit. It was decent. Yeah, it's got marmalade on it, which is an interesting flavor, but it's good. Hmm. Not quite Anyways, as interesting as uh, we should. Uh, marmite. Marmite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not as interesting as marmite. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. <laughs> this would also be good. Um, on a burger. As 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 a seasoning on a burger. Mm, I... You're right. Yeah. Jeff, we're on the same wavelength. This will yeah. be. We'll definitely use this a lot when we go down to Indy. Oh um, no! We don't want to ruin the weekend. <laughs> well, yeah. we, we do need to take it along down there, and I will bring my uh, powdery stuff that makes you not be able to taste sweet stuff. Mm, no, I no. want to taste. I think stuff. I think there's a, a few people that would try it. Okay. There's a few people that need it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Kyle. Something in my throat. All right. So you want me to go ahead with story? Yes. Yeah. Tell All us right. the story. So, Hashtag Marmite. So I, you know, got the inspiration, of course, from David, and then uh, found this story that's actually local to Wabash, so not too far away from here. So it's what an hour away, I something think, like yeah. that, a little, little more than an hour, I think. That's where I bought my car. So you may have driven past places that are in this story. It's, uh, I believe, it's the 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 setting of the song Wabash Cannonball as well. Also, it was the first city in the U.S. to get electric streetlights. I thought that was Scranton. Maybe that was Scranton. City? Yeah. That may be Cause no, no. <laughs> the, the, one, the one had electricity first, and the other uh, one had electric, electric streetlights first, I think or I something like that. that. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe it was the first city in Indiana. I'm not sure. Yeah. Whatever it was. It was the first of something. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the first city named Wabash in Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so this is the story of the most famous elephant in America. Ooh. So it was November 11th, 1942. Uh, the Great American Circus was performing for a Armistice Day fundraiser for the sixth year in a row at Wabash High School, um, and all there was a bunch of you know kids with their fan, you know with their parents and everything there, you know, getting ready to see the uh, watch the circus. And the circus owner had said that this was going to be the last. Uh, circus that he had in Wabash be, until the end of World War II because so many of the people working for the circus were heading off to the war. Um, mm. So one of the main attractions of the circus was their three female gray Indian elephants, uh, Judy, Empress, and Modoc. So the elephants were tied up outside the school gym. Apparently they had the circus in the gym, which doesn't really make sense to me, but it was November. So. Well, back then, yeah. though, also, it, it was so... The, like all schools had dirt floors, and yeah. so probably, <laughs> yes. I have no idea. Yes, they probably had. especially in Indiana. Oh they, yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially in a town called Wabash. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and especially for the first high school in the state of Indiana, probably yeah. as well. Right, the first high school with electric lights. Yes, <laughs> on the street <laughs> of the high school. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so the elephants are chained up outside the high school. And a group of dogs was apparently running around. There, and there were a bunch of kids out there, you know, looking at the elephants, too. And a group of dogs came up and started barking at the elephants, you know, and scared the elephants. And the elephants broke out of their, like, chains that they were tied to and started running off. Oh, dear. And so uh, Empress and Judy, the two of the elephants, stuck together and they wandered off into a local neighborhood. And they actually went into a garage that was, like, the, like, bottom floor of somebody's house. And, um... They weren't sure which one, but one of them went into the garage and ripped the furnace off, the, like off the wall, and like started breaking hot water hoses. Um, 
And so the owner of the house, Mrs. Reed, called the water company. And she said, I need somebody out here to fix my pipes. Right now I've got a water leak. And the guy on the phone was like, well, can you like go down? Like, can you find the main shut off and shut it off? And she's like, I can't do that. There's an elephant in the garage and hung up. <laughs> <laughs> so the, uh, the technician said something about, it. he's like, well, I don't know what is wrong with her. So, you know, they didn't have any idea what was going on because they're just sitting back at the water company. So, but Modoc, so shortly after that, uh, those two were corralled and caught. Um, but Modoc split off from the other two and headed toward downtown downtown Wabash, right by the electric streetlights. Um, so at this so at this time, Modoc was 12 years old and weighed 1,900 pounds. So this is a, you know, big animal walking downtown. So there's a Mrs. Grace Kessler walking down the sidewalk, and she sees an elephant walking down the road toward her and freaks out and runs into a store, which happened to be the Bradley Brothers Drug Store. So inside the store, they had a peanut roasting machine set up there. And when Mrs. Kessler opened the door, the smell of the peanuts wafted out into the street, and Modoc smelled it and wanted some peanuts. Oh, dear. So she proceeds to smash through the front door and knock over the peanut roaster and start snacking on peanuts. And people are freaking out. She, like, pushed, I guess the soda fountain was 12 feet long and made out of marble. And she, like, just, like, pushed that out of the way, basically, <laughs> to get to this peanut roaster. Um, so snacked on some peanuts and then decided she was, you know, full. So um, she, Modoc had a slight accident in the store, is what one of the articles I saw said, um, which they required cleanup later, <laughs> and walked out the back door, which apparently was 36 inches wide. So they fit a 1,900-pound elephant fit through a 36-inch door, which is fairly impressive, but it did tear the door frame off. Of uh, <laughs> so she you know, continues walking down the street. Um, there's an old guy named Ezra LaSalle uh, that she started chasing down, knocked him off his feet, um, and continued off through town. And the deputy sheriff said, I saw Ezra immediately after the elephant knocked him down, and his eyes were as big as doorknobs. <laughs> um, and apparently the uh, the town drunk walked out of the bar, saw the elephant, and said, well, that's the last drink I've ever taken. <laughs> <laughs> so so Modoc kept walking, ended up on the north side of town. And you would think, you know, November, winter, it's not going to be that hard to find an elephant, you know, in a field. But apparently it was more difficult than anybody thought because it took five days <clears throat> for them to track her down. Well, they were, like, chasing her. Um she, like, was wandering through farms and uh, fields, crossed the Wabash River five times. Um, they were able to track where she was going because the fences were all broken down and, like, livestock were running loose because she'd, like, go in and, like, knock down a fence. Um, there was actually a farmer that was trying to run away from her, like, spotted her and was, like, trying to, like, get out of the way. He fell down. I don't know if there was, like, snow, whatever, just panic. He fell down. And she, the elephant, stumbled and rolled over top of him and actually ended up paralyzing him. No um, way. <laughs> yeah. So at one point, the police had a roadblock set up, like, blocking off, like, the, you know, square mile where they thought uh, Modoc was. And a woman drove up and said, what's going on? And one of the officers said, there's an elephant loose in the fields. And she said, all right, smart Alec, if you don't want to tell me, just say so. <laughs> So, yeah, it was a very confusing time. Apparently, the governor even came up to see if he could help. I'm not sure how he would help. but um, So some people thought they should just shoot the elephant. 
But the owner, uh, Terry Jacobs, he really didn't want to shoot the elephant. So they tried using blank rounds to like scare her like towards the direction they wanted her to go. Um, but it didn't really work. So they took the other two elephants um, and tied them up, one to a tree and then the other one at the front of a trailer, like a, well, an elephant trailer, I guess. Um, and then they, you know, like when they would be trumpeting, then Modoc started talking back to them. So she started coming in closer and closer, and there was an elephant trainer named Ezra Smith that was trying to, you know, talk her down, you know, get her into the trailer. He ended up putting, like, 26 loaves of bread, like, in a line going into the trailer to get her in, and it did work. They were finally able to get Modoc onto the trailer. Um, they got her back to the barn where they kept the elephants, and they thought she had a cold because she'd been out, you know, in November, and uh, they gave her six quarts of whiskey, for the cold. Oh my goodness. So apparently that's secure for an elephant cold. <laughs> um, and then, so after that, she washed that down with 30 gallons of water and then ate pretty much all night. Like they said, she was eating when they left it in the evening and she was still eating when they came back in the morning. Oh, because oh, over wow. five days, uh, Modoc lost 800 pounds. <coughs> 800 pounds. 800 pounds. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not sure where the 800 pounds went, but... Apparently, yeah, it only takes five probably days for an way elephant. more exercise than what it was used to. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> and so, plus it probably had like no food to eat. Yeah, yeah, and especially yeah, November, in the middle of you know, winter. All, yeah, yeah, all the crops are gone. You know, that's part of the reason. Like they thought she might have been like trying to get into barns and stuff was because you know she could smell food in there. So, mm. um, so after all the excitement died down, you know, they got her caught and everything. There's actually a couple of lawsuits got filed from this. So Mrs. Kessler, who got Basically, when the elephant came through the door of the drugstore, it knocked her down. So she ended up suing the circus for five thousand dollars, and this is in 1942. So mm, I don't know what that translates to now, but she ended up settling for a thousand dollars. The farmer that Modoc rolled over, Kenneth Kinley, actually ended up paralyzed from the chest down and sued for twenty-five thousand dollars. But I couldn't find the result of that lawsuit anywhere. Um, Modoc's owner's wife. Uh, filed for divorce and actually wanted to take Modoc in the divorce. I'm not sure what she was planning to do with an elephant, but a um, thousand in 1942 is about uh, fifteen thousand today. Oh, well, not not too much, but yeah. Um, so the latest article that I could find said that the next April Modoc was back performing uh, for the circus and was the best dancing elephant that the circus ever had. And that's the story of the most famous elephant in America. Wow. My goodness. That's crazy. That is. Yeah. And there's actually a store where the former drugstore was in Wabash. There's, uh, it's called Modoc's Market. <laughs> and they, uh, they actually have a candy that's like, I think they call it elephant nuggets. It's like, I think it's like chocolate covered peanuts or something like that. So I was hoping to get some, but didn't. Uh, go through Wabash before it's I probably the here. nuggets that Modoc left. Yeah, <laughs> eight hundred pounds worth. Yeah. Oh, that is interesting. Oh man, wow. All right. Crazy. Hey, let's review this coffee. Yes. <laughs> That's a really good story. Yeah. Hmm. It is good coffee. I've been sipping it for now. Yeah, it, it's 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 good through the podcast. Good. Um. Hmm. Flavored or not flavored. Mm, not flavored. It's not flavored, but again, I think it's a really strong flavor for it not being flavored. I'm going to guess um, a medium roast. I'm guessing dark. 
I couldn't find the exact details because it was just sharpied on the bag. Uh, <laughs> but it's this coffee is usually a medium roast. Um, okay. Do you want to guess where it's from? Uh, the country. Yeah, the, the, right country. Uh, the country. The country. Tastes like a Guatemalan sort of blend. No. Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking Brazilian. It's not Costa Rican. No. no. Is it in America? No. Okay. Chilean. It's not in a America. <laughs> Ooh, Zimbabwe. It is. Uh, you're, you're, I think close. My map skills on that side of the world aren't the greatest, but it's uh, Kenya AA coffee. Um, it's only grown at elevations higher than 6,600 feet above sea level. Mm. It's considered to be one of the world's best coffee beans. It is really good. It's, yeah. it's it really, really good. Really so good. It's since they grow it at a high level, the beans grow slower. Providing more nutrients. Mm. Yeah. Can you? I see that now. Yeah. <laughs> now that I look at it hard. Uh, yeah. You know who the roaster was of this, or who? I this? am not sure. I okay. I just got it at the Gaswakos auction, and I got one, gave it to David, and brought the other one here. It's good coffee. Yeah. It's really good coffee. I mean, for me, it's at least a four. Like it, it is good. I'm gonna. If I could get a little more, Jeff, maybe I would raise it to a five. Let's uh, top you top you up here. That's good. That's good. You can have butter if you oh, want. I'm good. It's, All right. it's, I'm gonna. I'm gonna give this a five. Yeah. This, this is this really is, good bread. This yeah. is solid coffee. I would drink this every day. It's almost sweet. Yeah, it's, it's like very. It's, it's a super mild, <clears throat> but full-bodied flavor. Yeah. Yeah. It's not acidic. No, mm. not at all. And it doesn't have the dark. I'm assuming. Have you tried this coffee? Either. No, I have not. Oh my. Well, I mean, I have some here. I could try it. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't like this coffee, as far as it just being black coffee, then you probably just won't like coffee. This is as good as it gets. It's, I don't know what it is about coffee. It's just got, like, this bite to it that I don't really like. Yeah. And you guys are probably all immune to it by now, but it's just kind of No, I I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying, but it's, it's as as with this, uh, an acquired taste. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure I could get used to it. I'm, I'm sure I could like it, but what? I figure but for now, I'm saving myself money. You know, if I go to the coffee <laughs> shop or something, you know, yeah. everybody else is getting, you know, coffee. I'm just like, I'll just take a water, you know, so uh-huh. I'm saving money that way, too. But. Good job. I, uh, yeah. What's my, uh, uh, I, I learned to like black coffee just by, I think I always liked the, the mocha flavor, like, like coffee flavored desserts and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then, so I would drink heavily creamered coffee and just like gradually wean myself off the creamer. And, yeah, so that, that, that's why I like black now. The mocha over in Europe is on a whole other level of mm-hmm. mocha. You're, you're right. Co- coffee crazy. in general is on a whole other level. But, anyways. Cause Actually, sorry, not Europe. Over in Israel. No. Oh. But in, in, probably, in Europe, in Europe re- it re- is. Remember the, the, the mocha that we had? Yeah. <clears throat> Very what, rich. And it was actual chocolate. Like, they had melted chocolate. Was it on top or the bottom? That's pretty legit. Uh, I think it was on top. It was, like, floating in the midst of the... Uh, but it was, like, slowly melting. Right, in, in the middle of the uh, whipped cream mm-hmm. on top of the coffee. And then you could just take a spoon and, like... Scoop the chocolate Scoop out. the melted chocolate right out of the coffee. So, have you had... <sighs> I missed that. Have you had a latte before? <clears throat> I'm, I have had things that are, like... Um, I forget what exactly you mean. Should we call like it cappuccino or where it was like a frappuccino? Uh, 
something that was like you know peanut butter chocolate flavored but it also had coffee in it and like it tasted all right but then like you get the aftertaste of coffee and it was just like, like a sal- salted caramel mocha yeah something like that and just like see a, drinking a mocha, it and it's like it's good and then all of a sudden i'm like oh coffee yeah 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 Lane, I'm, I'm disappointed in your it's coffee like, <laughs> what is it? It's but, not terrible, but it doesn't stand out to me. Uh, it, it, it's on par in, in our air table. It's on par with Jamaican Me Crazy, so I, I'd say fair enough. See? It evens out. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, the, a mocha can sometimes have a a bitter coffee bite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I really like uh, well, especially a vanilla latte. If, if the espresso is instead. brewed like improperly. Smooth. Yeah. I really love the uh, or white chocolate, like like a caramel latte. But if you're gonna go for a latte at the coffee shop, you should just skip the latte and go straight to a breve. The breve is is made with more cream than like it's it's all cream instead of it's milk. Not, is it coffee at all? Is there espresso? In no, no, no. It's it's exactly the same as a latte, but instead of using milk, they use cream. Oh. And so it's like super rich. Mm. You only want to get a smaller one, but but it is really good. A breve is like. The espresso version of creamer. Yeah. It's like the strong, intense yeah. version of creamer. Well, this is really good. So, yes, yeah, it's, thank it's, you, it's thank you for supporting Gospel Echoes and the French Press Podcast. All at the same time. That's yeah. right. <laughs> and you said the nitro, what is it? Nitro? The nitro cold brew. Okay. Is that the stuff that's like in a can or is it just like served? No, it's cup? on tap. You can okay. buy it in a can. You can buy it by can, but oh, they do can? have it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. There's some places that have it in the can, but okay. but on tap at the main street is is the best nitro cold, cold brew you can get. And it so. does have that coffee flavor, but mm-hmm. it's strangely refreshing for coffee. It's it's really weird. But I will say that cold brew coffee, I, I don't like cold brew coffee because it is a much more acidic taste. However, when you put milk or cream in it, then it like tones it down quite a bit. Get a nitro brew brevet. Yeah. Is that a thing? I just made it a thing. Mm. <laughs> you could ask them for that, and if you talk to, um, the worst they can do yeah. is say no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they'll say, "Hey, we'll make you what you want." Yeah. Because yeah. that, that's what they're Tell about. Tell them that it's French press podcast approved. <laughs> FPP okay. approved. FPPA. It's FPPA. Yeah. It's. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we've got, we've got one more. No, we've got two more edibles. Two more edibles. Oh, wow. Two more edibles. Jeff, let's do your edible, and then let's save okay. Michael's for the last. All right, so 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 here, I, I'm going to have to do this. There's two kinds of yogurt here, and I'm not going to tell you where I got them. We've already done the yogurt edible. I know, we have. But, oh, but with uh, Ruben's mom. Look yeah. But, but, but... We have two kinds of Australian yogurt, and, and what we didn't try when she came. This is yogurt from Australia. Is this Australian Marmite yogurt? yogurt? No. <laughs> and wow, so it is interesting. We've got two things from yeah Australia. We're gonna we're gonna try these yogurts, and you're gonna tell me Pears. a it's, it's edibles from down under. <laughs> a which one is better? Okay. And B, which one is better? Uh, so you're trying A right now. That's yogurt A. Okay. And are they supposed to be the same flavor, Jeff? Yes. Okay, so we're going... But they're from different... But it's dip, di- different dip brands. Dip the bread in the yogurt. No, yeah, I'm kidding. <laughs> you don't have to do that. Uh... Hmm. Interesting. I know, I know, I definitely know which one I like more. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Verdict? A or B. A or B. I have mine. Are we all going to say it at the same time which one we like better? Mm-hmm. Right? One, sure. two, three. B. A. I said B. <laughs> I you said, said A. You said A? You said I A? Say, I say A. Ruben likes B. I actually like B. The reason I like B better is because it, it was more creamy. It's a more creamy and more mild. Yeah, it was definitely like more the, mild. The, sweet, the sweeter, yeah, the sweeter A. Yeah, A was definitely sweeter. A, yes, A was sweeter, but it kind of had that smarty, You're right? That that, that smarty, smarty taste, taste that yogurt often has. Yep. So, so what's the difference, Jeff? The difference is one is store bought and the other one is homemade. Mm. What? Did you make one of these? I made yogurt B. Okay. So I could sweeten it up to equal yogurt. Both a. of them are very pleasant. This is Australian yeah. yogurt, which is uh, th- th- yogurt A is Nusa brand. Which is like like expensive yogurt. Gotcha. You, like a container like this size, I think it's like four ounces, usually costs about two bucks in a store. Oh, it. Yeah, it's really expensive. That's gotta be like. And that's so like, like vending machine that's yogurt. That's gotta be like on one of the like on the chart for like most expensive fluids per ounce. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like kind of. Sure there's some right, more, uh, And so I decided uh, to make my own, and I was like, well, printer ink. The problem printer with the problem with batch B is it got it's too runny. And so I think I need to add pectin to make it more stiff. Uh, a little bit more pectin. And honestly... And a little bit more sugar. I would just do a drop, like the tiny, like the smallest little drop of food coloring. Mm. I'm Why? telling you... Why? Just because, like, uh, just a little bit of red. Just oh. A little bit of red. Just, just to add to the appeal. It just it just does it. Mm-hmm. it and it, what, the what A actually has blue? a little bit of blueberry in it. Blue or red, just just something to make it not look bland. Not look tan. Right now, it almost looks not. You know yellow, what I need to do? It's, got, it's no. a cream color. Here's what it's it needs to be. Yeah. It's kind of like ceiling flat. It needs. Shell. I need to put. I need to put vanilla bean in it. There you go. The little black specks. Oh, dude, I'm on board. I'm imagining that with vanilla bean flavor. That would be good. Yeah. Hold it. My favorite flavor that My Nusa has is coconut. Right <laughs> they have a coconut Ooh, flavor. Coconut and it does is sound so good. good. No, I'm not a coconut yeah. man. Hey, Ruben, you and me again yep. on the same page. <laughs> hey, um, so <clears throat> basically I decided, well, Nusa is too expensive. I love Nusa yogurt. It's like after eating Nusa yogurt, you don't, you almost don't want to eat the other kinds because they're just kind of, meh. Yeah. And this is like super smooth, very flavorful, um, creamy. Yes. You can pass it around again if you want. Oh. Take another well, swipe. Well, I feel like we should move but anyways, on to... Or go, go ahead, Jeff. So I decided I'm going to try to make this at home, and I looked up a recipe. There are four recipes online for this yogurt. Do they all vary? In the Instant Pot. They're all identical. You can make yogurt in an Instant Pot. Yeah, this was made... The other... Lucretia's yogurt was made in the Instant Pot, instant pot too. I didn't know How that. do you even know what an Instant Pot is? Is it like... Yeah. Because I bought one for my wife for her birthday, and uh, it's one pot? of the best decisions I ever made. Is it a crock pot? It's it's a it's a cro- yes. it's a crock pot on it's a, steroids. It's a pressure cooker. It pot. uses pressure to cook things. And so a pressure so cooker. It's the <laughs> microwave version, f- but healthy. Yeah, it's not the microwave. It's like a crock. Microwave is crock just pot using it's, meets so pressure it's not cooker. It's meets sous vide because you, you you have all the programmable functions on it. You can set the temperature. You can set the cook time. You can set the start time. You can do like delay start, like all that kind of stuff. It's amazing. And making yogurt with it is is a really easy. You can you can take frozen chicken that is frozen solid, and have it cooked ready to eat in twenty five minutes. No, it can't. It's be pretty done. good. That's yeah. insane. Because it's it, pressure. It, it pressurizes. It. Frozen. Yeah. Think about what, what I said. What is it though? Is it, it just takes like 
35, 45 minutes at least for chicken to thaw. But is it good? And then you can start. So the pressure forces the heat in. It forces it. No, here's what it does. By pressurizing it, you raise the boiling temperature of the water, allowing you to make it hotter without boiling it. It's and so it like can cook why, faster. Because like otherwise, it'd just be steamed. As soon as, like, right. under normal pressure circumstances, you boil chicken, and it gets pressure. 212 degrees, okay, in atmospheric pressure, 212 degrees. But as soon as you apply 5 PSI to that, you can now go up to 230 degrees or whatever it is. But isn't that too hot for the chicken? Like, aren't you. It just makes it, it cook too, faster. But I thought sometimes you don't want to cook things fast. Isn't it better sometimes? Sometimes you to, don't. Sometimes you don't. A slow cook? But this will also slow cook. It's, it's wow. amazing. Wow. It does everything. Get yourself an Instant Pot. It, it, Are they a sponsor of the podcast? No. no. Okay. But they oh. Ninja has their own one, and there's a couple what's, other what's, ones. What's the Ninja Pot I forget. called? I forget. The Ninja Pot. Yeah. The Ninja Pot. All right. Uh, actually, I do have one other thing. Speaking of pot, um, <laughs> <laughs> this might be a little well, risky. This is supposed to be family <laughs> I know, I know. Well, Michael. that's what I'm trying to help with. So oh, okay. um, the... I, I'm guessing you guys are aware of this, but the term edible also has some other connotations, at least for a lot of people. That's um, like snacks. Yeah. Well, no. But yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. I don't know what he means. I honestly don't. What? If you have uh, marijuana baked into like a snack, it's called an edible or like I did or not something know this. Didn't know that I did not yeah. know oh, this. Yeah. So every time I hear you guys, you're like, oh, we're going to have an edible today. I'm like, well, this will be an interesting episode. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you didn't know that, Layton. No, I didn't. I really didn't. That's yeah. why I thought it was such a great term <laughs> for the bit. Speaking of which, oh, Ruben, do you remember your Podhead logo that you used to make? Yeah. <laughs> That's why also I just realized that this, the smoke detector down here in, this, in the bedroom that we're recording in, the smoke detector is just unplugged. Uh, why is that? <laughs> well, you it's know. It's because we're toasting edibles. bread on carpet. That's why. Right, right, right. So we have one last edible yes. to get to. Oh, well, you learn and things, this is a good one. New things every day. Well, I thought the first yeah. one was good, so. Mm. I'm. This must be really Ooh, good. That does look so, good. Is that an edible? These are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! Uh, these are cheesecake brownies. Ooh, so they are word. fairly, like, uh, flexible, gooey. Okay. I don't know. I'm going to so pick it up with my spoon. A, a plate would be fine or whatever. Yeah. And I made these. At six thirty this morning. Oh wow! Hold it! Wow. They're, they're fresh. He went above yeah. and beyond. This is this FTP. is one of the two things I know mm. how to make. <laughs> I can make these, and That's I can right. also make a chip dip. The chip dip's really easy. It's just Hormel chili without beans. I should have waited for you cheese. guys. It's fine. Mmm. Um. They're super super simple Ooh. to make. No. And if you guys want the recipe, because I know you're talking about that for like edibles that people bring in, I can send you the recipe mm-hmm. if you would like. Definitely. All right, I'm delving. Now, is well, this, this your is own legit. recipe? It. I got it from my aunt. She used to run a coffee shop and made this for the coffee shop. Um, but I'm not sure if she made the recipe up herself or, um, or if it was you know out of a cookbook or something. But it's really simple. It's like. Five ingredients, five or six ingredients, I think. So, mm. is marshmallows one of them? No. What about mm. sugar? Yes. <laughs> There's like the uh, the like cream cheese topping. They're called cheesecake brownies. If I didn't already say that, um, the like icing or like the topping part is like has like three cups of powdered sugar mm. for mm. a nine by thirteen pan. So yes, there's a lot mm. of sugar in it. <laughs> wow, this is really good. It's yeah. very rich too. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's what I love about coffee shop foods. They're actually actually rich enough that you might not want to eat all of it. 
it's yeah. almost like a candy bar. Mm. It's really, really yeah. good. And yeah, it's nice that I can make them because I enjoy them, so I'll just, you know, make them for myself. It's a perfect party thing. Like, it's a perfect yeah. thing to bring to a party. No one's going to be mad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And same with the dip. Yeah. You know, everybody likes, yeah. a, everybody likes a good dip. Yeah. It's, the chip dip is literally the probably the easiest recipe mm-hmm. besides, like, opening a frozen meal. It's like a can of Hormel chili without beans and then a thing of cream cheese and you just blend it and heat it up. Well, maybe wow. the next time that you're on the podcast, <clears throat> uh, you should you should bring the, the, the dip. Okay. As the edible. We the need dip. a, I mean, is Mr. Dave, it's going to be offended if you're on the podcast again, if we stop asking him to come on the podcast. <laughs> No. Maybe if you stop. Mr. Dave, has. we've given him lots of opportunities <laughs> to be on. And we would love to have him At on At some point, we just want to stop being hurt. Right. And we just need to move on. Right. <laughs> exactly. He rejected us. We did not reject him. No. Oh, man. No, this was a lot of fun. It, it was, yeah. It was a lot of fun to have you on the podcast. And I think we definitely want to have you on again. A lot of good time. content and more than just edibles. Mm-hmm. There was also good. It was, a, it was a good story. I didn't take any points. Is there? You didn't take any points. I did not take. Well, any think points. about some points. All right, I'll quickly try to. Is there anything that you want to plug? <clears throat> Actually, I, I did have a couple of things. So, Ooh. Um, Ooh. the first Can one. Can you all prepared and everything? <laughs> yeah, I have a I have a checklist. <laughs> 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 I use Google Keep. I don't use Airtable. Oh. Um, maybe I should use Airtable. Mm-hmm. No. For for checklist, <laughs> Google Keep is good enough. Yeah, it struggles in some areas, but checklist it's good at um so one thing you guys used to do a lot was podcast recommendations mm. Mm. Oh. Yes. so um there's a couple that i like uh well the french press podcast of course yes um, <laughs> we're on the list that's on my list <laughs> um and then as far as like true crime i like case file um it's part of the appeal is that there's like a guy from australia to like narrating it so you know you've got the accent bonus but um it's just basically telling about you know crime stuff you know it is probably not you know kid friendly but um and he doesn't you know throw in a bunch of like opinion and stuff it's pretty much just laying out the facts of what happened Mm -hmm. so i like that better than some others where they like you know speculate on all this stuff and just like i don't want to know your opinion i just Mm want to know what happened Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, facts. yeah and then there's another one called no dumb questions um i don't know if you've ever seen the, the youtube channel smarter every day um, yeah. But it's the host of that, and then also a friend of his that's a preacher from uh, South Dakota. A preacher? That, yeah. Hmm. Um, so they just have a podcast, and they just talk about anything and everything. Um, this what? week they were talking about cell phones. What's that called? Uh, no Dumb Questions. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. And then the other one, the last one is Things I Learned Last Night. Um, it's there's a comedian named Jaron Myers, um, and it's him and his best friend. Basically, his best friend researches a topic uh kind of like a weird story from history kind of thing and just tells him about it mm-hmm. and you know like the last one they did was about john mcafee and all the weird stuff that he's done and mm-hmm. you know they'll do one about uh like slenderman they did an episode about slenderman they did an episode about halloween just like the history of something that you might not ever think about hmm. um yeah it's really funny it's it's not as much informative as it is just kind of fun but mm-hmm. yeah speaking of which we, we need to have another halloween episode we we've done quite a few at least two i want to say episodes about halloween yeah we, we, we have another studying one. the history we have another good uh, I'd, I'd a be, topic i'd be open to that a halloween topic to discuss okay are you prepared to uh 
to take a lead? Yeah, sure. <clears throat> coming up in a podcast. Well, we'll soon. do it around Halloween's coming up here in a month. Yeah, a podcast near you. <clears throat> I think one of the first uh, French press episodes available is a Halloween one. Mm. Oh, really? Like, number. I'm not sure what number it is. I could look here. I think it starts at 77. That's as far back as we go. Yeah. So we're missing 76 episodes. Yeah. So mm. that sounds about right. The Lost Files. <laughs> the By the way, that CD that... is still coming out. It's about $60 a CD. Oh, The Lost, I, the I lost Files. I didn't think about asking about that. FPP colon The Lost Files. Found them. <laughs> well, when did, when did you start listening? Uh, I'm not sure exactly when I started listening. I, It was a couple years ago, but it wasn't at the beginning. Yeah, like right. I, I was not around for the beginning. I had to go back and listen to the archives. So have, the, have yeah, you the first... listened to every single FPP? Yes. Oh, so you well, could, you the, the one you since episode 78 is the first one. And it's okay. titled Jeffy Talks About Halloween. Okay. Oh, that was like the very first history of Halloween one probably. Yeah. You probably know more about the FPP than what we do. I don't know about that. <laughs> Although there, I do have some episodes that like I've listened to like multiple times just because they're you know very. All right, fun. all right. Here, here's a pop quiz. I have a pop quiz. For so you. wait, wait, wait. I I think I just heard something. I think. Dare I say. That you are a more militant fan of the podcast than Mitch. Done, done, <laughs> done. And you work with his wife. Yeah, which he's probably going to come in and meet me. Makes it kind of awkward, doesn't it? Yeah. Ooh, violence in the workplace. Yeah. Um, <laughs> militant fans. Uh, no, my 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 pop question was, what? If you can remember, what topic did Jonathan Hostetler? talk about when he was on the podcast Ooh. that was a long time ago that was a long time ago no that was not before the lost files okay oh, i'm not so sure well i don't know i don't even actually recognize the name so i'm yeah, not sure it, that was, he, he told that he told the i do remember the story he told and it's the the hair with permanent wave hairy story with that. permanent wave oh we can tell that was story that again. before that was before the lost files <clears throat> wow was, uh, he talked about um, or go ahead. He talked about how to witness to Muslims. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think you that's kind of remember that's that? I do remember that. Man, we need to get those lost files. I remember so we were we recorded it at my parents' place back at the old Touchdown. Tech, we, we need uh, to at least get at least get the uh, yeah. at least get the non-arrow related lost yeah. files. I agree. The I, arrow I, I related lost know, files. I don't know if they exist. They don't. The arrow related lost files don't um, don't stay They're true not to our current. Theme. I agree. But, They're not a part of our I've got a question. Uh, what episodes do you enjoy so much that you went that you go back and listen to again? There's multiple. Um, <laughs> I'm just curious. I, I'm not I, sure. I, 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 I don't know if I can back. name them off the top of my head. The, the, the one um, I, I did listen to the one. I listened to the one after we recorded, and I listened to it again with a group of people, uh, and it was the one about the the dog getting caught in the blinds. Oh, oh yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> oh. oh. My rage seethes. It still flares up to this day. Yeah. Did you ever get the string length thing sorted out, or it, are your blinds still crooked? Let me tell you, it doesn't matter. Do you know why? Because that house, as of yesterday, is sold. <laughs> it is gone. Oh, you sold it? I sold my house. I didn't know you sold it, actually. I'm yeah. assuming that we, means... Well, we, we accepted an offer. Oh, cool. I'm assuming that means you're moving... 
to Elkhart to be with everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> the FPP must Close. reunite. Close. We're going to start Halfway recording. Halfway in between. No, yeah, we're we're moving to Wakarusa. Okay. Layton. So you'll oh, be right down there. You're gonna be right next to Mr. Dave. I don't know where Mr. Dave is. You guys is. can go have coffee in the morning. We're we're, we're <laughs> on the south side of Wakarusa. I don't know where outside Mr. of Dave town. Is. He would right. be like right near the feed mill. Oh, it'd be like pretty close. South, southeast side. The feed mill. He's on the. Oh, you mean along one nineteen? Southwest side. That that mill. Uh, it would be like um. Is he? He's in town though, right? Yeah, he's yeah. in town. Yeah. 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 Okay. But Layton's right, right outside of town. Right. Oh, okay. Like literally, what, half mile from town? Yeah, on Town like, Road 3. Okay. I wonder so if that Mr. Means... Dave would drive by your house on the way to school. Oh, yeah, probably, yeah. Every day. Yeah. I did not know. So if you see, like, eggs showing up on your lawn, that's probably why. Well, are they... Are they, <laughs> are they hard-boiled? Are, yeah. Like, are the eggs, like... Do they come in dozens? <laughs> is he just dropping them off in cartons, or is he throwing them? <laughs> I would guess throwing. Them. No, I think he. Well, likes you. <laughs> we already have that at oh. our current home, where there's just broken eggs. That's why you moved, right? <laughs> You're, you're tired. No, of don't scare away his buyers. <laughs> oh, they signed it. They signed an agreement. That's right. <clears throat> oh, I was going to ask you guys the uh, the guy with the mannequins. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. never figured out where exactly his house is. Mm. I've looked a couple so, times when I'm in Napanee, but I've never. He doesn't always have him out. It. Wait, wait, wait. If we give away his location, is that considered doxing him? No. Okay. No, because well, he, he gave told his us. name and his. So, so like, if you go to Coppice, okay, right. you go mm-hmm. to Coppice, and then there's that street that goes along the side of the parking lot of Coppice. Okay. okay. On, 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 the, on, the on the east side, side. of Coppice. Okay. By the big parking lot. Yeah. Then there's the street that goes on the south. Side yeah, of along the south side. But so so both of these streets make a corner that the parking lot is in. Yeah, the big parking lot. Now he is directly across the corner, caddy corner from the parking lot. Okay, from, from Coppice parking lot. Okay. And then it's his house, and then another house that's like super junky. Yeah, because I thought it was that one, but I've never seen a mannequin. Yeah. But there's always stuff in the yard, so I'm like there's, looking, trying to look in the windows. There's always see if more there's stuff in his neighbor's yard unless he has his mannequins out. Then it okay. equals. Yeah, <laughs> and I haven't even seen the them playing out. Field. <laughs> I haven't even seen them out very often. Yeah. He had them out during the Apple Festival. Yes. Okay. All right. It has to be really. It has to be really, really nice weather. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's very him. picky about when they're out. They can't it can't be wet. too windy. Yeah. It can't be too wet. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Which yeah, you know that because yeah. you listened to the episode. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it has to be a really sunny day for them to be out. Yeah. Perfect weather. Uh, and he, if you'd knock on the door, he'd probably let you have a tour of his home. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm probably. assuming. Which. Yeah. And he knows I, Mitch, and you know Mitch. Under. I feel like I would be a bit scared just walking into somebody's house and there's all these mannequins. Like, even though I know, you know, I've heard I, the episode, I know, you know, it's not a risk, I did it. I went into his home. You picked him up. I picked did him you, up. Because he doesn't uh, come to, uh, to the podcast. <clears throat> that it took, it took courage for me to walk up to the porch, knock on the door, and he was, he was just putting his shoes on yet. And so then I kind of waited halfway in his thresh in in the mm-hmm. threshold of his home, and wow! <laughs> Had you met him at all before that? No. Oh. So like no. complete stranger, like yeah. Like but I, took, I, I took. I think I would have been where you Ruben's were. Ruben's cousins, Ruben cousin Justin's word for it that he was a friendly guy. Yeah. He had said that he's friendly, and he is a friendly guy. He's not. Oh yeah. He's, see, see, I. But it, still, when you meet someone for the first time... Pre-knowing Jody, I would have felt the same that way, too. But now that I know him, I would be like, okay, yeah, sure, I'll come in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Seemed, yeah. he seemed nice on the podcast. He didn't seem oh, like yeah, he was, was super like nice a guy. weird oh, yeah. guy, like just has a mannequin obsession. Yeah, I, I talked to him every it now and then like when I see him. It seemed like it was just more, you know, yeah. a hobby that he wanted to share with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. 
All right. Anything else that... And uh, you, you will have other opportunities. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did want to ask if I can give shout-outs. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. an option. Yep. Um, as long as it's so, not bitch. No, it's not <laughs> He's bitch. already been given one. Uh, yeah. Somehow um, he weasels his way into every podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's okay. Um, so, first of all, um, I want to just give a shout-out to my girlfriend, Katrina. Um, she doesn't really listen to podcasts, but hopefully she listens to this one. I'm sure she um, will. My sister, Elizabeth. I'm not sure how often she listens to the podcast, but I'm pretty sure she'll listen to this one. Okay. Mm-hmm. And any that Mr. Dave's on. Yeah. And, and, then, and by the way, you can call out that I'm your cousin. So. Oh, yeah. Actually, I think I'm related to all of you. The first time. Somehow. <laughs> the first time that I, that I like, uh, brought that up with Elizabeth, I knew we were related, but, yeah. like, the first time I brought it up, she was like, no, you're not my cousin. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah, we are. No, you're not. And she wouldn't believe me yeah. until her, until your mom told her Yeah. That, and I, yeah. I have to ask mom for the whole thing because it's like, oh, this, 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 this. Okay. Well, I think your mom and my dad are first cousins. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. So wait. Or, or, if, yeah. if I'm related to you, am I also related to Jeff? Yeah. Unless no. it's on the other, I don't know. <laughs> Depends oh, yeah, what side yeah. it's on. Yeah, I'm not I sure. Think it's the other side. Oh, we could have, you, <sighs> you're probably all related <laughs> to like. Nervous. You're probably all related to every guest you've ever had on. You just didn't know it. Probably. I mean, you go back far enough, of course. But I'm saying like, somebody could make up a tree. The pa- there's no pa- piece of paper big enough <laughs> to hold the size of that tree. Yeah. <laughs> that actually gives me an idea for an episode. You guys should do 23 and Me. Is that where like we the spit DNA the testing kit things. Oh, I don't know. That stuff could all be made up. It could be like it could be. Yeah. All, we're all related to Abraham Lincoln. Who knew? Yeah. <laughs> no, that is really interesting. Except for the politician who tried it and got proven wrong. About being Indian. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then and then Trump called her Pocahontas. <laughs> or Pocahontas now is Pocahontas. Yeah. Um, the last person I wanted to mention was Tim Newcomer. He's a very faithful listener of the podcast. I think he's met. One of you guys before Tim, um, like newcomer service Tim? Uh, no, no, he would. Um, M line. He Tim. works at M line. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he probably met yeah. you then, Ruben. Yeah, yeah, a couple times. <laughs> yeah, and today is actually his birthday. So. Oh, oh happy, birthday. happy birthday, Tim! So, and if you did, need, you want to did you want to sing happy birthday for to him? Uh, no, nah, but I'm just okay. you, yeah, just <laughs> you. No, nah, I'm okay. Michael Yoder solo. <laughs> No, that's actually why we're going to Rue 152 oh. tomorrow is oh. for his birthday. So. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So if you need any electrical work or a home generator, call Tim at right. M-Line. <laughs> nice. So I think that's all I have. All right. Cool. <clears throat> Layton, what's the point? The point is Mr. Dave has been replaced by his younger self. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's just way, way too happy about that. Although I, 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 I feel the sentiments, brother, brother, <laughs> conflict there. Uh, point number two: Marmite tastes like overwhelming cheese. Point number three: Modoc nuggets. Point number four: No more shout-outs to Mitch. <laughs> and what's our word of the week? Word of the week is Marmite. <laughs>